welcome to the Lift Up Your Head podcast. I am your host, Megan West. Welcome to a new week on the podcast. Friends, this week we find ourselves in our seventh week of social distancing. Wow, can you believe it? I cannot. Some days it feels like we've been doing this a lot longer And others, it feels just like yesterday that everyone was running to the grocery store, hoarding toilet paper and all of this craziness. But here we are, we've made it nearly seven weeks and we are doing this thing, guys. We're going to make it through. I would love to say we're almost there, but that's probably not true. So let's just keep going, keep moving forward. This week, as I was just asking God what he would have me share with you as I have a whole lineup of topics that I am just so excited to get to on the podcast. I really felt the Lord inviting us to do something a little bit different this week. So this week, we are going to focus in on sharing our stories. Some of you may, you know, have the reaction of thinking, I don't want to share my story. I don't know how to do that. That's terrifying. While some of you are pros at this, some of you that might be your job to share your story or to storytell with other people. Maybe this is just part of your everyday practice. So I realize it's going to look different for a lot of us. But today, I want to talk about the importance of knowing and telling other people of our stories, our testimonies. As believers, as Christians, God has given each of us a story. All of us, including trials, some more than others, seasons of pain, seasons of loss, living in bondage to addictions even, and all of us having had a void on the inside. We all know as Christians that when we surrender our lives to Christ, He lives on the inside of us. He fills us with His Holy Spirit, and He transforms our hearts and our lives from the inside out. We are made new and live in resurrection life with him from that moment on. No matter who we are, no matter what we've walked through, no matter where we find ourselves today, each one of us as believers in Christ, we have overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. God has given us testimonies of his faithfulness and his goodness all throughout our lives. And Revelation 12, 1 It's this verse that I just quoted. It says, They have conquered him, meaning the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. And that is the story, guys. That's the story of our life is we've we've conquered. We've conquered sin. We've conquered anything, any obstacle, any challenge, anything that comes our way by the blood of the lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ on Calvary. And by the word of the testimonies that we get to now share with other people of what Christ has done in our life. Romans 8.37, it says, In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him, through Jesus, who loved us. So again, no matter what comes our way, we are more than conquerors. And I know that every single one of you listening can look back on a season in your life and see how Jesus, how God has come through in your life, how he has made you more than a conqueror. Exodus 14, 13 says, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, 
Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So if you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, that means like you've surrendered to Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, then you have a story of healing, deliverance, and transformation in your life. You know what it means to fear not, to stand firm, to stand firm on the word of God, to stand firm on the rock of Jesus, and to see the salvation of the Lord because you're living it today. And so in God's word, he tells us to go and to tell other people of who he is because he's the answer that everyone is looking for. And I love this verse, Psalm 71, 15. It says, My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is past my knowledge. Again, God's word is telling us our mouths Our lives should tell of his righteousness, of his righteous acts, of his faithfulness all the days of our life. First Chronicles 16, 23 through 24 says, Sing to the Lord all the earth, tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. And then I love this um, verse in the Gospels in Luke 8, 39 where Jesus says, return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. And the man went away proclaiming throughout the whole city how much Jesus had done for him. Guys, girls, this is not something that is just a recommendation for us to tell our stories, to tell of God's goodness in our life. Because our story, our lives, our personal testimony, no matter what it is, that is our privilege to get to share with people. It's not a recommendation to to share it. Jesus demonstrates and God's word tells us to go and to tell of his goodness. And you know, that looks different for everybody. Some people like myself, you know, I have a podcast where I get to share my story with you. I get to share of his goodness in my life with you on here. Some people, you know, are called to be pastors and get to share their story that way. Some people are traveling speakers and teachers. Some people, you know, get the the blessing and the privilege to, to teach their children and to tell their children of God's goodness. Your neighbors, your friends, your family, the people around you, your coworkers, it doesn't matter what it looks like or how young or how old those people are. God tells us to go and to tell our stories and the testimonies that he's given us to tell the world. I realize while I have the joy of being in community with many of you in real life, which is awesome, there are also many of you who don't know my story and really who I am. So in an effort to let you get to know me on a deeper level, I really felt the Lord asking me to share with you guys a little bit of my journey. So I grew up in a loving, active, community-centered family with really fun parents, and I was blessed with really good friends most of my childhood. I have had many fond memories as a child in the 80s and 90s, and at the age of nine, my family moved from Los Angeles, California, to a small town in Missouri, and while that was the biggest culture shock of my life... Like, I remember asking my mom, why does everybody look the same here in Missouri? Hint, there was no diversity at the time. I was able to make friends pretty quickly, though. And as an adolescent, I became caught up in seeking after popularity and really wanting to hang out with the cool kids. 
as a young child and as an adolescent, I fell into the comparison trap. So many young girls do. And I sought after perfection and impressing others. And like most all youth, I was in a pivotal moment in my life, searching for a deeper sense of belonging. I was trying to understand who I was and what my place in the world was. I unfortunately quickly became a snob. Um, to be honest, I would I would call myself now a brat at that time. I found myself judging others who weren't as quote unquote cool as my friends. I eventually grew increasingly angry on the inside even, though I didn't really know why. And the summer before my freshman year in high school um, was a moment that will ever forever mark my life. That was the summer that my dad was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's disease. Nothing could have prepared us for that moment and for the path that we would take of slowly losing him to a battle over his mind and his body. And while our family was strong, relationally strong, I had really good friends and I really enjoyed school. There was something missing in my life and the anger on the inside continued to grow and grow. And eventually I just felt out of control and I felt so misunderstood by everyone around me. Shortly after that, I was invited by a friend to a youth group, and I began spending time with these people, these young people and this family who I grew to love. They talked about the love of Jesus. They read the Bible. They loved community and people really well, and they seemed to have a joy that I had never really seen. And it was right around that time that I was invited to a youth rally from this friend who became my best friend. And we would go to these youth rallies and they would talk about, you know, giving your life to Jesus. And I would look around and see all of these young people just being so free and worship and just having a blast, like worshiping God. And I thought these people were crazy. I You know, I remember looking around and thinking, wow, this is how embarrassing because I was still, I was still caught up in this really caring more about what other people thought about me. And I'll never forget, there was this moment this year that we were at this youth rally for, I think it was the second time I had been. And there was this moment that I really felt God inviting me into a relationship with him. I had heard about this. I had read about it. I had been hearing the word of God and I had seen my peers, my friends around me having a relationship with God, but I didn't really know what that looked like for me personally. And it was this moment at this youth rally that I had this sense of God pursuing me through the people around me. And now I know through the Holy Spirit, but I was too embarrassed to surrender. And I was so focused on what other people thought of me, but I just couldn't shake this moment. I couldn't shake this invitation with God. And it was in this moment that I just remember throwing up my hands and I just said, okay, okay, God, I can't ignore this anymore. I choose to invite Jesus into my life. And I want to know, I want to know what it's like to have a relationship with you. And it was in that moment, I found belonging when I met Jesus as my personal savior. He wanted me just as I was. He didn't want a prettied up, perfected version of me. I can look back and see how he filled me with a joy that I had never known before. I was full of a childlike faith. 
And since this moment as a 13-year-old, I have learned and grown into knowing that I'm a daughter of God. And now I know who I am in Christ Jesus. My identity is found and secure in Him, and nothing can take this away. No one can harm my identity. I know who I am, and I know whose I am. I was a young, angry girl on the inside, and now I have a peace that surpasses anything in all understanding. I've walked through seasons of depression in my life, and now I know that God is my greatest strength. He's my complete joy, and He is truly my greatest love. God took a girl who was seeking her identity and what other people thought and others' validation over me, and He made me secure in my identity. Jesus met me in my brokenness when I was physically assaulted as a young girl and in college, and he loved me back to a place of wholeness. God turned my fatherlessness into knowing that I'm adopted, and now I know my place as a daughter of God. I am free in Christ. I've walked through many seasons of plenty and many seasons of drought. I've seen God's perfect provision time and time again in my life. I've walked through the wilderness and the valleys, and I've experienced pain, but I've been met with God's beauty and His goodness through all of it. And for the past 10 years, I've been married to the man that I never dreamed of, For truly God has far exceeded all expectations, and now we are building a family on the solid rock of Jesus, having started a new legacy with the Lord and our family. And now we know that no matter what comes our way, God will never let us go. So that's an overview of my story, my salvation story, my testimony. Now you've heard it. Thank you for listening, and I pray that the goodness of God in my life is a blessing to yours no matter where you are in your journey on this earth. Guys, he's faithful to the very end, and we have the honor of spending the rest of our days telling others of his great love. This week, I will be sharing a five-minute video of me sharing my salvation story. So what I just shared with you, I'm going to record it on video, and I am inviting you, dear sister or brother, to do the same. So I want you to take some time today or this week to write down your story. Or if you're listening to this later, go ahead and do the same whenever you're listening to this podcast. You can get as in-depth with your story as you want. Maybe for some of you, this will be a healing or just revelation process for you, especially if you've never done this before. Take some time to imperfectly write down your story And then I want you to record your story in five minutes or less and share it with someone. Maybe it's just you sending it to a family member or to a close friend, or maybe you post it on your social media platforms. I'm just asking that you share it with somebody, with people in your life. And then I want you to encourage others to do the same. Guys, how beautiful would it be if we fill our feeds, our social media feeds that all of us have with stories of God's goodness and salvation in Christ? Wouldn't that be awesome? We have the incredible privilege of living in a day and time and geographic location where we have the freedom to tell of God's goodness and faithfulness wherever we go. Here in America, we are not imprisoned or martyred for telling others the good news and the gospel of Jesus. 
We are so blessed to get to freely do so. And I propose that this be a time where we don't hold our salvation stories to ourselves, our freedom stories, our identity, our love stories that only the Lord could write. This is not a time to keep it to ourselves, but this is a time for us to share it with the world. We all know that God draws near to the brokenhearted and he saves the crushed in spirit. And there are people who are broken, who are crushed in spirit, who are waiting for a word of hope. Will we be that? Will we go and tell those around us of his goodness in our lives? Some of you think that your story is too much and some of you think it's not enough. Some of you might even be ashamed and some of you might feel like you have nothing to share. But I'm here to tell you that if you've been buried with Christ and risen with him as a new creation in Christ Jesus, then you have a transformation story to tell. You, my friend, have experienced the greatest change, the best decision a person could ever make. Your old man is gone and the new has come. God has placed people around you that need to hear your story of hope. They need to hear what God has done in your life. We overcome by the blood of Jesus and the word of his testimony in our lives. I propose that now is the time for God's children to tell of the great things he has done. Esther 4.14, it's one of my favorite verses. It says, And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And I think that this is our for such a time as this moment. What do we have to lose? God's reward is so much greater than any discomfort we may have. His children are waiting to hear a message of hope. And you, sister, are the carrier of his hope through Christ Jesus. I want to encourage you to do this. You can do this. Sit down, take a few minutes, take however long it takes to write down your story, your salvation story. And again, this can be as long as you want it to be. But then I want you to record in five minutes or less. So pick a part of your story, pick the highlights or whatever God's telling you to share and record it and share it with somebody in your life. Let's encourage other people around us to lift up their heads to the Lord and to see his redemption. So I want you to do this, record it, write it down. You can do this and then tag me in your video. If you've decided to post it on social media, because I want to see it and then use the hashtag lift up your head. Girls, I cannot wait to hear your story and to cultivate a community of sisters who share of God's goodness in our lives. Sisters, remember that God is shining his light on you. You were created to be radiant. And remember, if you haven't already, subscribe to your favorite podcast app and come find me on Instagram or Facebook at Megan Francis West. So I'll see you on the socials this week and I cannot wait to be back here with you next week. 